in the start button. We are live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Jim Cooley, the voice of champions. As always, I am joined by Steve Barnett, co-owner of Bay Area Combat, along with Deborah Farolito, who is also here, our producer extraordinaire. We are lucky enough to be joined today by Daniel Compton of Smash Fighter, one of Rudy Yacht's fighters. And uh, we're going to get to talking to him in just a second. First of all, I want to welcome everybody in. And this is, I think, like show four or five. We're somewhere. I think, I think we're all the way up to five, right, Steve? I think something like that. Yeah. yeah. And we decided to let Daniel come in today. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> yep. You guys can see Daniel over here. Big dude in the Smash Fighter shirt. And we'll talk about Smash Jim in a second. I saw something. You liked something on my page that I posted. And it was about Cobra Kai 2 that's coming out. Did you watch the first season? I didn't watch the oh, first I season. I hate your guts, I'm dude. sorry. It's literally the greatest TV show ever made in life. You guys have to watch it. Why are you looking around when I'm talking about Cobra Kai? Well, you know, so I'm thinking like Joe, Joe Stevens or something like Cobra Kai. I know, <laughs> I know. Here's my issue. Like, they did that like way after the movie came out. And now that this show's getting big, I wonder if they're going to go after Joe Daddy and like make him change his gym name. I don't know. Because it can't be licensed. I'm, I guarantee you it's not. Yeah, who, you know, I don't know what they're, who, who's got the trademark and when it came through on there. You know it's got to I mean? be. I'm sure they own it, dude. There's no way they don't own it. Yeah, maybe they might allow have some allowances in there and stuff because it is a martial arts school. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about that, too, a little bit later on. I want to talk about Now, I'm looking at this because you just got through telling me that your tapology page is a little fucked up. It is. So they have somebody else's fight on here. They have an Ami fight as a pro fight. So they're doing big things over there at Tapology with your page, right? Yeah, my, my pages are weird everywhere, but I've been fighting for a long time. My, my, my first camo fight, my debut, you can't find that anywhere. I fought a guy named Sasha Montgomery. Okay. And uh, You fought Sasha? You know Sasha? Hell yeah. Don He's a beast. Don Sabe fought him. Yeah, he was, a, uh, he was a purple belt. I was a white belt. I thought I was super sick, and, uh, and he was a lot better. <laughs> it, was at, it was at West Coast Collision. Don, Don Asabi fought him. Oh, yeah? No, okay. he's a beast, dude. He, he choked me out in the second round, my camo, my camo <laughs> debut. And um, that's <laughs> nice. like, that's gone. I don't even know where that is. Yeah, this it, like Sherdog has me with two fights. It's my last two fights. And I get it. I fought before Sherdog was like a thing, so I'm sure it's a, a pain in the ass. But the fight I want to talk about is the one that just happened a few days ago. Uh, I believe it was March 23rd, uh, Dragon House. It was. It and was indeed. Evan Gubera. Tell mm -hmm. us about that. That was a that was a cool fight. I needed I needed that win. Um, my first you know three five minute rounds. I needed that uh, out of AKA. So that was it was a tough tough opponent out of a tough camp, and uh, I definitely I needed that win. So I'm happy I got that. And tell us about that finish. You finished him, right? Didn't finish him. Oh, was it? Went all three decision? rounds. Okay. Yeah, went all three rounds. I tried to finish him. He um, he wasn't having that. He wasn't he wasn't letting me finish him whatsoever. I talked to him afterwards because there were some situations where I had him like real close to, to being finished uh, with some submissions. And he just told me that he wasn't gonna tap, like he was going to sleep or like stuff was gonna break. There was he no was undefeated coming into this fight. He had never lost. As an amateur and as a professional boxer, he was undefeated, he, yes. This was his first pro. I think he had a fight that got canceled as well. Yeah, right? I think this was his, his pro debut. Yeah. But, uh, but no buts, no buts. Yeah, I guess he was undefeated. <laughs> he was yeah. undefeated. No yeah. one's ever beat him except yeah. you. So, uh, what did that mean to you? So, obviously, first, let's explain a little bit about Tapology, guys. If you go look at Daniel's page, one of the losses is from 2012. When did you make your debut? My pro debut? Yeah. yeah. Uh, October. Of? Of last year. Of last year. Yeah. So, that 2012 fight was definitely not Daniel Compton, I can assure you of that. So, it's it's one and one as a pro now, right? It is, One yes, loss, sir. one win. Okay. So, what did it mean to get your first pro win? Uh, it was big. I honestly didn't even feel like a professional uh, after that first fight. It was... Uh, I didn't go a five minute round. Um, I just got iced like real fast. So I didn't, I, I had no, no justification or I mean, no, uh, no gratification from that fight. So I, I just, 
I needed that win. And the guy that beat you is a guy that you beat as an AMI, right? Yeah, tell us how that led up to that. To, to that <laughs> because, region. I mean, we talk about, it's Adam, is it Wamsley or Wamsley? It's Wamsley. Uh, Wamsley. Okay. Wamsley. Adam Wamsley. I should know this considering I commentated one of his fights. But, <laughs> so Adam Wamsley, you beat him at, actually at Barrier Combat. And then you turned pro and you were fighting him again. And I'm going to talk to you about that in a second because we've discussed this with every fighter that's been on the show about fighting guys that you'd already beat. But what happened in the second fight? Uh, in the second fight, I, um, I was pretty confident going into that second fight. I, uh, I felt like I was better than him on the feet, and I still think I am, but, um, but I got a little too confident, way too confident. Is that because you had beat him already? Do you think that played into it at all? Um, I, maybe. He's probably a better grappler than I am, okay. um, but, I, but I, I submitted him in that first fight. Oh, I know he hates that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I know he hates that, but, um, but I always thought my striking was better, so I, I, I really I didn't want to grapple with him too much in that second fight i wanted right. to kind of open up with my striking but um but i and and i had prepared mentally for um for getting cut for getting rocked i knew there's gonna be elbows and knees of the face so i was i was i was prepared mentally for being hurt in there right but i kind of forgotten about the fact that you can just get like knocked out like straight iced yeah so that, that hadn't even crossed my mind i'd never been knocked out right so um that hadn't crossed my mind at all and then, um, and then it happened, you know? And so it was kind of an eye-opener for me. Um, I'll go into a little more detail about, about, about the finish. I didn't necessarily like um, how I got finished. I mean, I guess no one would. But, but when I was unconscious, too, I, I, I took, like, a couple more shots. Right, I remember, yeah. Like, a good couple more like yeah. Shirley was just Shirley was just chilling, but that's part of the uh, <laughs> yeah. that's part of like the the, the pro am shows because uh, I mean normally like a camo referee won't 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 referee a pro fight because right. there was some controversy there on a couple of different calls, and then he was just chilling while Adam was like playing the bongos with my unconscious head yeah. on the mat, and I don't like that right so um so the knockout was cool it was a good knockout but um I didn't like the rest of that and so I want uh, I want redemption right of course. So you, you said two things that I want to talk about. One, you said now you knew there was going to be elbows and knees to the head. Prior to turning pro, did you train? Because you're training with pro fighters, obviously, a smash fighter in other places. Did you train elbows and knees up to that point, even though you couldn't use them? Or did you stay away from them? And the reason I ask this so people at home can understand the difference between training as an AMI fighter, training as a pro fighter, and why there's so many different intricacies that inv are involved in each one. Did you train elbows at all while you were an AMI? So as an amateur we i did train elbows and knees um anytime the coach has us drill something that's what we go ahead and drill regardless okay. if that's what something that we can use in a fight or not okay. just out of respect for the coach like you do the technique that he shows and uh, because we're, we are surrounded by a lot of pros uh, uh, when, as amateurs we just do what the coach says but when it came to like sparring i would like throw all that stuff out the window because i didn't want to be in, the, in a position where I'm using elbows and knees to the face and then accidentally, you know, get disqualified or have something happen in, in an amateur right. fight. So I did, I drilled them a lot, but I didn't, I'd never applied them gotcha. until I made that, that transition. The other thing I wanted to bring up because you mentioned it was, look, you got knocked out. You got knocked out cold in that fight, but you came back in your very next fight and you won. So there's a lot of trend in mixed martial arts and even in boxing over the years. And we could talk about, and listen, I love Cody Garbrandt. I, I don't want you to come kick my ass, Cody. We're friends. But he got knocked out. Then he got knocked out again. Then he got knocked out again. Chuck Liddell got knocked out. Then he got knocked out again. It happens. Or you get people like Ronda Rousey, who's a beast and no one can stop her. And then she gets knocked out 
and she's never the same fighter again. So for you to be able to get knocked out and then come right back at Dragon House and win this big fight and just put that behind you shows the difference that you are a fighter, that you are here to fight, and that you know that things can happen. It's MMA. Listen, nobody goes undefeated in MMA. Not forever. It doesn't happen. Boxing, you can do it. You can kind of pad your, your record and things like that, but in MMA, it doesn't happen. So I applaud you, and people at home need to understand that when someone does get knocked out and they come back and win, that tells you right there, this dude's serious about, about his fighting career. So I, I applaud you well, for that. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you on that. I actually, I, a lot of my experience in athletics is through uh, football or baseball or wrestling where you're, you're in a season, right? Mm -hmm. And so one week, you know, you might have a dual meet or a football game and um, it might not, go your, might not go your way at all. Right. But, you know, Coach Hanson at Cabrillo, he's the one who really instilled this in me. You have to have a short memory, yeah. a real short memory, because if you're dwelling on that loss, we have another game. Absolutely. next weekend yeah so in mma it's a little bit different because the fights are spread out but um i try not to dwell on any any negativity or any loss i just try to move forward because n none of that dwelling is going to make you successful absolutely do you want to fight adam again of course yeah. like like more we than anyone match, in the, right? we more than anyone in the world hey, i want to fight adam again uh, you know I, I you know i was there cage side at the first at the first site you know barry combat show absolutely you know you you kind of went in as the underdog because Adam hometown favorite, Adam has phenomenal grappling. I mean, like he's probably one of the better grapplers in Northern California, one of them. You know, and then uh, and then you beat him at his own game, and then you fought him on the rematch. It was unbelievable. That fight was it was kind of a controversial win for 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 uh, for, uh, um, for Adam. It was kind of weird. It's like. You got called for illegal back, uh, illegal strikes to the back of the head. Adam got a rec they recouped his brain, you know, recouped a little bit. Then he went out at it again, and then he knocked you out. That was, that was crazy. Yeah, that was probably. But for you to for you to beat him at his game, and then him to beat you basically at your game, we gotta have a rubber match. Was, I gotta uh, see this fight again, dude. Holy shit, it was crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, we gotta do it. I um. I definitely spoiled his night out there in Napa, and, then, and, and I'll be honest, I um I held that choke like a little bit longer than. Um, <laughs> Do you think that's maybe why he bongoed you a little bit? Oh, well, I mean, it has to play. <laughs> it has to play in, in, into all of that, yeah. Right. Because we actually get along real good. We were in the same corner um, <laughs> yeah. for that last fight, you know, and we're cool. Uh, I like Adam. He's a good guy, uh, a fierce competitor, but um, but I want I want to ruin his night again. He ruined my my Amy. Uh, I mean, my uh, my pro debut. I ruined his last amateur fight. And now, though, I kind of want to build it up. I want us to be like a main event. I want to really ruin his night. Yeah. Maybe his undefeated pro record. I want to like, yeah. Absolutely. I, don't, I, I mean, I like Adam, but I don't like Adam. Well, you're all. not supposed to. You're not, hey, never supposed to like you know your what, opponents. I, I, I would love to have you guys do that fight on my show. That would be, that'd but, be uh, ideal. But you know, if Jane's listening, this might be a good one, Jane. <laughs> that'd be cool, too. That'd be cool, too. So uh, let's talk a little bit about you. You mentioned that you played football. You played some other sports. You're a big, you're a big fucking dude. How tall are you? I'm like six three and a half. Okay. So you played football. What position? Uh, safety. Just through high school. Uh, high school and college. Okay. Nice. So you you have a competitive sports background. Did you grow up? What kind of life did you have growing up? Did you go? Because we talked to a lot of fighters that grow up rough, or they had mm -hmm. this rough life. Did you have kind of a rough life, or no? Maybe like maybe self imposed, but <laughs> Is, nah. Okay. Not, I had so it then, great. So then what led Daniel Compton to say, I want to get in the cage and I want to punch people in the face? So my next door neighbor, uh, neighbor Mike Rains, okay. uh, he's a savage. And uh, he's one of my best friends to this day. He's three years older, but he was my same size. Okay. And um, he, like, he loved to fight. So he fought everyone. And uh, I was like <laughs> hanging out with them. So we fought, we fought everyone. 
and uh, it started there. That was like in middle school. I started wrestling in middle school. Uh, sixth grade, Mr. Walker uh, got me in there. But then, um, but then, yeah, it was just, we fought like all through. We just kept fighting and fighting. So you were a street fighter? Uh, I mean, I wanted to be, I reached out to my dad. I think it was like eighth grade or seventh grade. Okay. I wanted to be an MMA fighter. Absolutely. And um, he linked me up with a guy named Bill Francis, okay. who was doing um, a nine Escrima and American street fighting. And so it wasn't like an MMA pathway, but he, it was my dad's endodontist, but he was also a prospect for the Hells Angels at the time. Okay. And uh, he like did some security for the Hells Angels and uh, he, he, taught, he taught me how to fight. Nice. He taught me how to fight, but it wasn't like an M. It wasn't. It wasn't like it was like. But it was a martial arts. It start. was a martial art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'd already been wrestling. I did that all through all through high school with Doc, and then um, and then I started doing my jujitsu after high school. But I was but I was playing college football too. So after high school, I kind of was more on a football path. Okay. Um. Once football was over, that's when I kind of decided like let's let's compete in, in MMA. So I see the Smash Fighter shirt. Are you, you're from the San Jose area, obviously, somewhere. From Santa Cruz. There you go, Santa Cruz. So you end up there. Was there ever a desire to kickbox? Because obviously Rudy trains a lot of kickboxers, Muay Thai fighters. Was there ever a desire there? Or did you just come in there saying, no, I want to fight in the cage and this is what I want to do? So, yeah, there was. Kickboxing, I love kickboxing. Muay Thai, I love it. Um, I boxed. I had a couple boxing fights. Um, they, went, they went well. I, I think I won, I won all my boxing fights. But... Um, but I was kind of already doing. Uh, Steve is the one who put me on with Rudy. I already had this fight for Bay Area Combat, and I was I was moving, taking a job opportunity in Milpitas, coming okay. out of Reno, and um, and I asked Steve, like, dude, where should I train? And Steve was like, dude, you gotta train with Rudy at Smash in Milpitas. Yeah, beastie team. So that was my first stop, and um, I loved it, and I've been there, but I've never I've never had a kickboxing smoker, amateur fight, Muay Thai. I've never done. I've never done that. Just MMA and boxing. Just MMA and boxing. And wrestling. Wrestling, of course. Jiu-Jitsu okay. tournaments. Where were you prior then to ending up at Smash Fighter? You um, already taken I was in fight. Reno. So um, I was in Reno. I was in Santa Cruz uh, at Kaijin. And then um, I moved to Reno. I was at Reno City Kickboxing with, uh, oh, wow. with Zach Bunnell. Yeah, and, Zach's uh, the man. Dude, that, if there's ever a nuts fighter in the world, it's Zach. I love Zach. And Zach knows that. I, I do a lot of uh, Matt McGovern's WFC shows up there. So okay. I see Zach and his guys. Zach's a lunatic, man. Training with him, you had to get some good training in for sure. So I was like, me and Zach, were, it was like me and him at noon. He, I was like his, <laughs> like, uh, dude, he murdered me for a year straight. For a year straight. And Zach was like, it was him and Brendan Misher, B-Mish. And so Brendan was like the nice comforting coach and Zach was like, you know, Zach, yeah. Zach was Zach. Right. <laughs> and so Zach would just like beat me up. I would like it. Me and him, like, I mean, he would just, he beat me up for a year straight. Yeah. And then I would not go to his class. I'd get a little break. I'd go to Brennan's class, but then I go back to Zach's class. Zach and Brennan, Reno city kickboxing. They really like, they prepared me for this whole, that's a good balance though, to have the one coach that's kind of cool. comforting. And then the one coach that's like, fuck you do it. You yeah, know what I mean? It was so, nice. It was a good balance. And that's good training. I'm training with Zach. I mean, Zach, I, I I don't know how much you guys know about Zach Bunnell, but he's one of the best kickboxers on the West Coast, period. I mean, night and day to a lot of other people. So I remember he got banned out of a couple bars for getting getting in fights in bars. He's, oh, yeah. I don't think he can go into any bar in Reno. <laughs> yeah, he was he was 86 from the bar that I, I ran security at, the Eddie. He was 86 from the Eddie for the longest. Yeah. But, uh, but no, yeah, Zach's a beast. I'm, I'm super stoked that I, I linked up with Zach out there. Yeah. So uh, aside from Adam, is there anyone you're looking at right now? I mean, obviously you just won that fight. It, it's We're talking, we're like a week removed from this fight, two weeks maybe. So is there anybody that you have on your radar? So my coach, he accepted a, a fight with a guy. Um, I can't remember his name, but uh, but I guess he's like a, 
he was on the Ultimate Fighter. It's supposed to be on this next Dragon House card if he if he accepts the fight. So that's that's the next move um, well, right is there. Is it Colin uh, Colin Hart? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Name. Yeah. So I'm trying to I'm trying to put that together. Um, that'd Colin, be cool. Colin's a tough competitor. Oh, I'm sure. He, oh, dude, oh, my, my, Coach Rudy has as uh, thinks very highly of me. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he's willing to put me in there with, uh, with pretty much anyone, and, and I feel the same way about myself. So. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna. There's not gonna be any uh, any easy fights at all. Yeah, absolutely, and, it, and that's the thing about Rudy that I like. R- there's a lot of coaches, and listen, there's a lot of different ways to approach your fighter and his career and how you want to move him up. Um, but there's a lot of coaches that'll put you and say, "Oh, how many? I, I don't want him to fight this kid. Let's get him this fight first. Let's get him this fight first. Let's have him win three before we put him." But Rudy will throw you in there with the wolves because he knows you're a wolf. So he's like, look, if you want to be a fucking wolf, then you're going to get in. You're going to fight the fucking wolves. And oh, that's what, what you guys do over there. So, I, I mean, I think that's awesome. I do, too. And I, and I really don't like people that, uh, that like, cherry pick their fights. Oh, I can't stand that. That's like 90% oh. of the MMA community like everyone, right now. It's like everyone. It's like everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I've never done that. I've just tried to fight, like, the best. But also, I got back into this fighting thing, like, later in my life. So I, I miss, like, a lot of opportunity. Uh, How old are you? I'm 30. Okay. Yeah. So later than some, but you're not super old. I mean, there's a lot of like, there's heavyweight champions right now that are 30 something years old. So, but I get what you're saying. You missed a few years. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to like fast forward this, uh, this whole journey. Yeah. So it seems like you're starting to trend of uh, fighting NorCal Fight Alliance guys. <laughs> so are you naturally building a, a dislike <laughs> for those guys? Well, you know, my Napa fans are my, my favorites, but uh, <laughs> no, I am. I, I'm just, I, they're, they're good guys. Yeah. They got good David Terrell's got great fighters Shit, over yeah, there. 100%. Yeah. yeah. You David Troll is a great fighter. Yeah, he, yeah, he's an animal. You know, you love Dave. I do, but you're a Lions Den guy. Well, no, were no, you no. at the Warriors so, Challenge fight where Vernon fought yeah, Dave, Dave Troll? Yeah, I was there. Okay, of course it was. But you know what though? We actually trained with some of the NorCal guys. Yeah. So I'm actually. Well, yeah, I know you train with uh, I, Copperhead. Great, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was just there the other day and stuff. Uh, I'm probably one of the only Lions that guys that consistently trains at Gracie schools. I go to Marine, yeah. Marine MMA with Miko Riggs. He's a health Gracie black belt. Uh, I've crossed the fence. Hopefully, I don't get beat up for that. Yeah. No, I don't think it's like that anymore. It's I don't not. think it is like it it's, was back it's, then. It's not. Back then, you didn't do that, but now you can get away with it. Well, you know, it's like those guys have given us so much, so much knowledge. You know, it's like, uh, um, you know, Dave Dave, Dave was a part of Cage Combat. You yeah, know, absolutely. And, and so I've, I've known Dave for years. Uh, Don Asabi goes up there and trains with him and stuff. A couple of our other guys here and there have trained with him and stuff. And they've helped us get extremely better on the ground. Dave game. and I go back so far that we fought on a strip club show in Sacramento called Sacramento Showdown. He landed the first flying armbar I'd ever seen in person on some guy. And I think I, I fought Nick Tupper or something from Neutral Grounds. But it's funny. He was inside the strip club in Sacramento. And Dave was just smashing people back then. So you knew he was going to end up being somebody. The, the, the fight world sure has changed. Has yeah, it? yeah, it's different. That sounds like a blast. It, it, was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think he did. He, the guy that owned that place did two of those. The second one, I fought Dennis Hallman. And it was a sneak attack on me. I didn't know who he was. And I went in there. And Cal Worsham was my coach. And I get in there. with. The, he's like, oh, I got somebody else for you. The other guy didn't show up. I'm gonna have you fight this guy, Dennis. And I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. It's a grab. It's, it's pancreation. There's no head strikes at all. <laughs> Dennis Holman's a fucking god grappler. And so I got in there, and he's just beating the shit out of me, dude. And I didn't even know what to do. He was so strong. But um, for you, we talk about guys like Dennis Holman. We talk about guys like Dave Trout. Who did you look up to when you were like? Let me tell you. That, let me ask you this. Who did you see fight in the cage, and you said, I want to do that? Um, dang. Honestly, I don't remember. I'll, uh, a big, a, a giant influence to my uh, to my MMA uh, 
progress or whatever was Luke Rockhold. Wow. Okay. Luke Rockhold, but we're not far off new in age. age. New generation. He's uh, he's only three years older than me, so he was the uh, he was the captain of my wrestling team when I was a freshman oh, at really? SoCal. Yeah, we went to SoCal. So you High. trained with Luke then? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I trained. Uh, we wrestled together, and then I went to I followed him over to AKA. When okay. He was he wasn't even the Strike Force champion yet, but I went over to AKA just to see what was going on over there. And um, so I trained with him over there, and he was a, Luke's a beast. Uh, I've always looked up to him. Um, kind of a, 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 almost a peer, but, okay. but I also I look up to him. You know, yeah. he's, he's done what I'm trying to do, and at the highest level, Absolutely. a lot, of, re- a lot of respect for Luke. Yeah. Who else? What about guys that you didn't know? The guys. That- I mean, I always liked uh, Nick Diaz. Okay. You know, uh, Nick Diaz was like a like a big one for me when I was coming up. I, but 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 because I like that attitude, like. Right. But I but I thought I was super hard when I was a kid, so I like that. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna like act super tough and like you know throw gang signs and gang bang and this and that. What, what vehicle did you drive up in today? Uh, this the was uh, an Escalade or no? What was it? No, no, it wasn't an Escalade. It's a Tahoe. Oh, just okay. Yeah, just, just checking. I was just checking. Just thinking Prius. No, no, no. He, he has like rims on his car and like, I mean, I, I bought. I did. I bought it like that. Um, I got it from a girl named Shelby. Shelby hooked that car up. Thank you, Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick Diaz, one of those guys. Luke Rockhold, one of those guys. Like those guys. Like them. Um, Dan Henderson. Yeah, of course. Another like, attitude like that. You know, yeah. he uh, he has the H bomb, and then uh, and then Adam hit me with the A bomb. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I was damn like these guys got their bombs. <laughs> but um, I like uh, yeah. I mean, I, I was a Mike Tyson fan. Yeah, my dad was too, obviously. So I just I, I like to fight. I got a video of me when I was like a little kid, and they're like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And I didn't say my R is good. I said my R's is like W's. I was like, I want to be a fighter, a fighter. <laughs> and, uh, but I did even when I was little. Yeah. Yeah. So who, who are the guys you're training with now that you, these are the guys I look forward to training with for my fights. Like if I'm going to get this fight, I want to get ready for this fight. I need to go train with this guy. Dude, I need, I need Sonny. Sonny Singh, crazy eyes. Yeah. I need Sonny in there. Uh, I need Arnold. Amazing kickboxer. Oh, oh dude. So yeah. talented. Yeah. He's such a great guy. So helpful as well to uh, uh, help me progress. And uh, my very first day I went in there. Coach Rudy put me with Sonny, and uh, and he was like already helping me out, and I'd recognized him when he fought Zach because right. I watched Zach's fight with Sonny, yeah, and so I already kind of knew who he was, and then I'd seen him fight on that triumphant card because Zach fought on the triumphant card, so I went and watched that. Uh, Sonny was the main event, and so I was like, okay, like we're this is the real deal, and then he was coaching me up. So Sonny, I love Sonny, uh, need him. Armwar is another uh, guy nice. that we have over there. He's a, a big, tall, lanky guy. Yeah, need him. I just need tall. I need, I need tall guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're a big dude, man. Like, I, I don't think I ever really realized how big you were until I just today when I kind of walked in here and we're sort of like, there's not a million people around us. I'm not back in the dressing room trying to get information. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, yeah, you definitely got to train with those tall guys. Although I don't think you fight at what weight right now? 185. 185 so you're middleweight. So you're not fighting a lot of guys your height though at middleweight, are you? Not a lot, but I mean, Evan, Evan was a little taller than me. That last opponent, he was a little taller than me. I fought, I fought that uh, guy in WFC, that uh, Keenan uh, Herrera. He yeah. was my same height. Um, they're out there. Yeah. They exist. Yeah. And they're usually, they're usually uh, for some reason, I can usually outgrapple these, these lankier guys. Yeah. I was like way stronger than these lankier guys. Do you think they focus too much on their reach and trying they to? Mu- they must. Yeah. They must. You got to keep people off you, though. Yeah. I've learned that. I mean, I fought, I fought. I fought everyone that was... You probably have a mean teep training at Smash Fighter, right? Dude, I have bad big toes. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means, Daniel. What the Dude. fuck does that mean? I have bad big toes. So, I'll tell you. At, oh. Humboldt, <laughs> at Humboldt State, 
at Humboldt State, I uh, I hurt my back, okay, because you know, I was a beast, and I uh, hurt my back in the weight room, and then I, I hurt it on the field. But I tried to work. I was on scholarship. I was trying to work through it. I ended up my my, my L four and my L five. They uh, they herniated, of course, oh, sure. and then they uh, and then like they, they were deteriorating. That they ruptured, and then they were like practically gone by the time yeah. I got the MRI. So they had to go in there and do a fusion. So they fused my L four, L five, S one. So my L three is my new bottom disc. Damn. But with that, there was like some nerve damage, and so. My big toe, I, I, I have my big toes, like, I, I can't straighten them. They, like, stay kind of. There you go, girls. Like, yeah. Daniel Compton has, has crooked big toes. Hook up with him. You know what I'm saying? They're about, like, right here, guys. Not, like, not, like right there. So, what the yeah. Fuck? And so, so I, I got to tape them. I got to tape them straight when I train. I got to tape them straight. Right. And, um, but, but when I don't have the tape on, I'm like, I can't, like, extend. Don't give me a, I'll tape you. If you're yeah. out there, I will tape you <laughs> in a fight. But it'll be more heel, but it's toe. more heel <laughs> than toe. It is. Yeah, that, that tells you how fucked up the human body is. You mess up your back and your toes go like this. You know what like, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. There's like some nerve damage or whatever. Yeah. So they ban MMA tomorrow. No one's allowed to fight ever again. What do you go do? We're doing jujitsu. That's what you're, you're just going to move to jujitsu. Yeah, we're going to compete in jujitsu. <laughs> okay. They ban they all do combat that sports. They, that jujitsu where they're slapping people, the combat, combat jujitsu. Pancration. It's combat jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. They're just slapping people. But, like let's 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 slap each other. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever open hand slapped someone in a street fight just to humiliate them? Um, lots of open hand slaps. Yeah. Lots of backhands. <laughs> I've been doing security since I was twenty one on the dot. Yeah. So there's, there's always been people that like want to get real aggressive and in your face, Absolutely. but like almost but thinking like they're, that you can't hit them because you're at work or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'll hit you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you have a girlfriend. I do. Does she think you're violent sometimes? I mean, obviously you're not violent to the girls. I mean, obviously you're too nice of a guy for that. But does she ever wonder like if you're crazy? Because you kind of talk like you're crazy sometimes. She's she's way more violent than me. <laughs> does she train? Yeah, yeah, she fights. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she ran she ran track at UNR. She's a she's a D one uh, sprinter. She's a she's a beast. How'd you end up from Santa Cruz to Reno? It's like night and day. You got the beach. You got the warm weather to the cold snow of Reno. So. I grew up in Santa Cruz, and then my parents, as they got older, they were like, "Dude, what the f- like? What are we doing in Santa Cruz? Can't gamble here. You know, there's nothing we can do. Like, what? Like, where did the older people kick it? And so at the bar, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But they retired. They retired in Reno, and then I had my dog. My dog Smoke, who I've been rocking with. Uh, I got him when I was 20, and like we were tight. Uh, but he got real sick. You know, oh. he was nine, right? So he got real sick. And at the house I was at in Santa Cruz, I was having trouble caring for him. So he actually moved into my parents' house in Reno. I moved in with a buddy named Devin out there. Uh, what up, Devin? Appreciate you. And um, and that was that. And so I was there as my dog. They helped him through his last couple gotcha. of years. Yeah. He passed away. And then once he passed away, I really had no reason to be in Reno anymore. So I, I, I looked for a job out in the Bay. Uh, I wanted I wanted to be at a better gym. I want not a better not a better gym than Reno City Kickboxing, of course. Like it doesn't get much better. I'll tell you that right now. But um, I wanted a different a variety of people to work with. Dude, look at this. If that doesn't tell you about Daniel Compton, he changed states to be with his sick dog while his dog was sick. And then when his dog passed away, he said, "Okay, I don't have any reason to be here anymore." Yeah. That tells the kind of heart you have, dude. So you're open hand girl, slapping people at the club, that, <laughs> but you're following your dog that. across country to take care of it. My girlfriend lives in Reno, so don't tell her that uh, I had no reason to be out there. But I yeah, had, bro, but this I is live no, right now. So I did have can... no reason to be out nah, but uh, <laughs> but now nah, yeah, we, we 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 became more serious after I left Reno. But my girlfriend is out in Reno. Did you ever? You lived in Reno. Did you ever have an issue with gambling at all? Not did you go not. through a phase ever? No, no, I was gamble. 
You don't gamble at all? No, I don't gamble. I don't, I don't drink or, uh, or party or gamble or nothing like that. Nice. So, Your yeah. crooked toes stop you from doing all that. Pretty much. <laughs> Trips at the door. <laughs> yeah, in. pretty much. That's my, good, man. My older brother does all that stuff for me. Yeah? Yeah. Does yeah. he lose all his money? He does makes he borrow like, money from you? I, he borrows money from our parents <laughs> all the time. And he makes a bunch of money. Yeah. He'll, he'll like always have some excuse to like why he needs to borrow the money. Like, oh, it's all in the, it's all in the stock market. Or like, oh, my money's locked up in stocks. Like, what, what, what? like penny stocks. Yeah. Like, like, dude, I don't know. He makes a lot of money. But yeah, he does, he does all that uh, gambling and drinking and all that weird stuff for me. Any chance you're going to box again just for the fun of it, just to get the work in? I'm going to do whatever Coach Rudy tells me to do. Okay. Literally. Yeah. Like whatever he says, we're doing it. So you're never leaving this gym? Um, unless Coach Rudy tells me to leave. Do you train anywhere else? Do you, do you like, oh, you know, I'm going to head over here for today and just kind of train with these guys, get a little different work in? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. I, uh, I train with uh, with James Terry, but he's part of Smash Fighter. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he's up at the, Yeah, yeah. So he's up at Gorilla. So a I'll strong go, dude. Oh, he's a beast. Yeah. And uh, so I'll go up there, and then um, and then I train with Raul Quintero at a uh, Jiu-Jitsu Therapy in Watsonville. I got a lifetime membership there when okay. uh, when they opened that up. I, uh, I I bartered on him for the for the lifetime membership. How'd you do that? He wanted like a, he wanted like a thousand bucks or something, and I hit him up. I was living in Reno. I wasn't even out there. I was like, yeah. hey, bro, like I'll give you five. <laughs> and he was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, bro, I'll give you five. And because um, I in Reno, the cost of living is so cheap that like I was doing like pretty good with money. Out yeah, in Reno. yeah. And um. And, and obviously you're smart. You're you're like no, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this guy down lower. Yeah, cause it, cause, but, it, but I started my jujitsu journey with him too. So uh, and now he's he opened his own school, and this was his like first own school that he was doing. So I I got up in there. So I shot him. I Venmoed him five, and I'm in there. <laughs> Venmoed him five. Yeah, I'm you in are there. a thug, dude. You're street. I got him. You're taking care of your dog, Venmoing people, driving <laughs> driving an Escalade. No, yeah, dude. <laughs> that dude. That that's car. That, that's another five hundred he saved. Yeah, that car. I spent way too much money on that car, and the gas is crazy. I financed See, so it. then Shelby didn't hook you up the way you thought she did. Well, I mean, she hooked me up. She took care <laughs> of it, you know, and uh, and she, she tricked it out. It's nice, but um, I still took out a giant loan in Nevada. And so uh, if you take out the loan in Nevada, you need uh, Nevada insurance on the car. But, but I'm in Cali now, and so I'm supposed to get it registered in Cali. But but if you get it registered in Cali, then you need California insurance. And I'm not about to have dual insurance on so this car. So you still have Nevada plates? I got Nevada plates, Nevada insurance, everything. If Hopefully no one from the DMV is watching, watching this. this. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they get pissed. They'll do. But that's okay because you live in Reno half the time, right? Oh, well, see, I work at Tesla, and we got the Gigafactory in Reno yeah. and uh, and then in Fremont. So you commute so to pick up batteries for Tesla. Yeah, yeah. so, so I'm, All I'm, the time. I'm, I'm in yeah. both states, guys. I'm and you drive states. more in Reno anyway, so that's why he's got to have yeah. it that way. Very important. So is there anybody right now that gets you pumped if they're going to come on pay-per-view? Like, do you Are you a fan still? Is there anybody that you're like, oh, this dude's fighting. i got to watch this. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Uh, Don't say Luke Rockwell. I'll throw this pen at you. No, I'm not. Dude, I'm not. <laughs> I watch all Luke's fights, of course. Of course. But, uh, but he's not the one I'm going to shout out. Uh, Nick and Nate Diaz. Hell yeah, yeah right? you got to watch those fights. Yeah. You can't miss those. They're Absolutely. Gonna, they're going to be good. Yeah. So... And, and Nick was always my favorite. Nate, Nate, I liked him too, but uh, but now that that Nate's just way more active, um, Nate's almost my favorite again. I made yeah. some good money on that first Connor fight. Yeah, that's me like too. the only fight I've ever bet on, to be honest. And I, 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 we put it together. Yeah, made me feel real good. Thank you, Nate. Uh, okay, let's ask you this then. Since look, you're a fighter, you've been around fighting a long time. Who won that second fight? Dude, Nate, Nate won that fight. There you go. Okay, see now I like Daniel Compton. Well, I always like Daniel. Conner. I mean, I like Connor too, and the reason I like Connor is look how much money everyone's making now. Yeah, oh, like, it is. I mean, it is not because everyone, of him. 100% because of but him. But dude, like, there's more money out there now. You, all of a sudden, you had Ronda, 
Brock, and then Connor took it to that next level. Those three are the reason that people are making millions now, or some people are making millions. And, now. and I'll tell you right now, uh, Daniel Cormier, he's like he's the man. Yeah. Like, I love Daniel Cormier uh, more than any other fighter. When I when I Bay was, Area guy, by the way, when I was young, and I came out to AKA. Uh, Luke like wasn't even really fuck with me. Uh, they, he didn't think I deserved to be there, you know. And um, and Cain Velasquez uh, was running the was running the uh, the, uh, the show because Javier Mendez was gone for like my first couple of weeks, and like no one no one thought I deserved to be there. I didn't I didn't deserve to be there. But DC had my back. Yeah. DC for whatever. Is it reason, because you were a wrestler? Um, he's got know. that wrestling background. I don't know. I think him and Luke had a real good relationship, and I think he kind of tell Luke was being like extra hard on me. So maybe he was just like. Luke was the hot and he was the cold. That was like, I don't know, dude. DC was that, always uh, had my back. I'm captain of varsity. You're JV little brother. So you're not ready for what I'm doing right now. Is that kind of where you're getting from Luke? Yeah, that's yeah. for sure what it was. Yeah. But Luke, but Luke's a really talented athlete, way more talented. It comes from a very talented family of athletes yeah. and um, a lot different than my path. And uh, he did a lot better in high school wrestling than I did. And then I dropped out of high school when I was a junior. And I think he got like seventh in state as a senior and, and California is a big state. So Luke, Luke's, Luke's better than I am. Yeah. Always has been. What did you think fighting for these guys, Deborah and Steve at Barry Combat? My, my favorite uh, amateur fight by yeah. far. Big show, huh? A lot of people there. It was packed. Yeah. It was packed to the, uh, to the gills. And, um, and, I mean, I knew it was a real deal when uh, – because I had fought – I think I had like 17. They're obviously not on, online, but I think I had like 17 amateur MMA fights around okay. there. And um, – uh, Bay Area Combat was the first time Deborah Deborah drove out to Reno to have me sign the bout agreement. That's the first time that's ever. She's had. she's very detail oriented. She makes sure everything gets done correctly. Like I bet when you got here today, she had clothes lined up for you. Everything like everything. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. She took care of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> no, they've 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 taken care of me from the start. And I even because I kind of and Deborah might remember this. She might not. I kind of thought that like. They were they were just trying to find someone for Adam, you know, just to feed Adam because I wasn't number two and he was like number one. Yeah. I was like number five or, or or six or something. It's sometimes it's real hard to get one and two together at the yeah. same time. And yeah. I think he'd already fought two. Yeah. And I think two had gone pro, you know, because the camera you never know. Like guys yeah. are going pro. Um, so when Deborah came and she, I was like, all right, Deborah, like I'm gonna win this belt, but why? Why do I fight for it again on your show? Right. Why do, why do I not take this belt to 209? Or right. the song like why do i fight on your show again and she was like why would you it's not? our show and, yeah. and then after i fought on the show i realized the why i would why i would have defended yeah. it on their show you know what i'm saying just because the level of detail and, and how much they really take care of the fighters over there is uh is second to none i think there's combat. two things that stand because i work for everybody i mean i literally work for everybody but there's two things about this company that i always that stands out to me and if i was a fighter i'd want to fight for them one is the way that Deborah's attention to detail, like always doing what she needs to do and always on top of everything, you know, and then Steve's matchmaking is just their fights are always great. You know it's what I mean? The best, the best amateur fights that I've seen. Yeah, for sure. Those two things. Definitely. Uh, what about Zong? So you like you like fighting for Dragon House as well? I like Zong a lot. Yeah. Zong's a good guy. Yeah, I am. Um, I fought for him uh, against one of his guys at 170. His dude, his dude wrestled me up real good. Uh, Steve Martin. Steve's a beast. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. And uh and, but but no I, I I really like Zong, nice. and, uh, and 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 I don't I can't remember, I don't know why I like him so much. So I want to get I'm trying to remember the time. So you won the belt and then you went pro. 
Yeah. Was that like you're like, fuck it, I won the belt. This is as far as I'm going to get Nami. I'm gone. I'm going to pro. No, no, not at all. Just the right fight came along, maybe? Or not what? even. Coach Rudy's running the show. So he said. Coach Rudy was like, hey, uh, you're going pro. And I was like, am I, am I ready? And he was like, yeah. Why else would I say it? You're, you're going. <laughs> and I was like, all right, hell yeah. I'd wanted to. I'd wanted, obviously, that was a goal of mine. But I just didn't know when I was ready. I didn't know, like, I was really blessed to end up there at Smash uh, with Rudy and all those guys because um yeah they're really taking care of me nice yeah, you know something i like about it, like uh rudy and his teachings is that you know because i have uh great opportunities and i i'm exposed to almost all the gyms in northern california plus i go I, i'm probably the only promoter that actually goes and gets on the mat and trains with everybody yeah i think i am actually and the thing about rudy's gym is is that they treat you like family i mean yeah it's like if you lose the team loses yeah. Which is, you know, which is a, is a winning attitude to me, you know, and it's like I, and certain certain fighters don't belong to certain teams. Yeah, you know, and I knew that would be a great fit for Daniel. You know. Yeah, I'm a team. I'm a team oriented kind of guy. I really am. Um, and so I, I and I really I like that, like being part of a team. And um, our team over there is super is super saucy. It's funny, dude. And I've never told this story before in my life. But because you're a Smash fighter, you got the shirt on. We're talking about Rudy. Throughout my years in this business, I, I meet a lot of people. And when I first met Rudy, I was like, oh, Rudy's a cool cat. You know, he's a good team. But every time I would see him, he was like super short with me. And he would just like, like he had no time for me at all. And it was like, like, fuck me. Like he didn't like me. Right. So I was like, well, fuck you then. I don't like you either. Right. Like we would pass each other. Like, hey, what's up? We'd shake hands. And then I'd be like, okay, he doesn't like me. So I don't like him. And then over the time, it was like, that's just how Rudy is. Like he just is quiet. He doesn't have a lot to say. He's focused on his fighters. He's paying attention to what they're doing. He, there's not a lot to talk about right and now i've learned to love rudy and it's like i see him and i'm a super happy he's there and i love watching his fighters but in the beginning i was just like fuck that dude that dude doesn't that dude's hella rude to me so fuck it you know what i mean it yeah. was funny i've never told anyone that but he doesn't even know that but i really like rudy and i like his team a lot and that's what you get teams that have like one or two good guys and then you get a team like smash fighter where pretty much everybody who's coming out they're coming out because he knows they're ready and they're winning fights like you talk about crazy eyes you talk about all those guys over there it's beast man it's dude a Peter Peter Ishiguro, he's about to fight uh, Cass Bell. Yeah. You know Cass? Yeah, I know I, both I, those guys. I, I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to train at an Institute of Combat with John up there because uh, uh, I went to Humboldt State, so yeah. I trained right there. And, That's going to be um, a good fight, dude. Cass is a beast, but obviously I'm Team Smash. You know what I'm saying? I'm going for Peter. I, I am Cass. Yeah. Like, I'm back already in the gym. Like I am Cass for this next couple weeks, yeah. and, uh, and we're giving Peter a great look, and Peter's going to be uh, more ready than ever, but... Um, but dude, our team, dude, our team is sick. Ian, Ian's, Ian Masloff, he's uh, he's about to go pro pretty quick. Here, that kid dude. doesn't even look like a fighter. When I first saw Ian Masloff, I was like, this kid's not a fighter, and he's a beast, dude. dude he's, yeah, he's an animal. He looks yeah. like a pro. So, he looks like a pro to me in there. Yeah. So far, when he fights, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I've had Ian fight for me. I've had Peter fight for me. I had Daniel fight for me. I got a few other uh, Spanish Edwin. fighters. Edwin. Oh, bad. Edwin's about to be on this triumphant in Vegas in like a couple weeks here. Yeah. And Edwin's. Savage, you know he got the. We need to get Rudy in the cage. <laughs> coach versus coach, get him to beat somebody up from some gym somewhere. Don't, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> coach hey. Rudy's still beating us up at practice. Yeah, he's, he's balls with every practice, and he's still beating us up. He's still in crazy shape, dude. Yeah, really good shape. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, twenty third, you got the win. Anything you said? You're talking about the fight, possibly Dragon House. Um, is that is that just something like you haven't heard from the guy yet? You don't know for sure? Is it 50-50 or does it sound like it's probably going to happen? 
Can we look I, forward to it? From what I was told, I mean, Coach Rudy said it like, yeah, we 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 said yes. Okay, good. And so uh, and so like they got they they would have to say yes. What's that date? Do we know? Um, June, May, June, June twelfth, Juneish. It's, it's the beginning of the, it's the beginning of June. But um, but I'm not this kind of guy who's like, oh, he didn't accept the fight. He must be scared. Like, if he didn't accept the fight, he probably has a a, a, a different path. That's a better opportunity for him. Yeah. Than, than because honestly, I think that I'm I'm pretty good. But I got no name value whatsoever. You're starting to get a name value. I'm working on it, but yeah. I got none. You know, so um, so this guy apparently already has some name value. So so if he could, I mean, if he can get another name, I'm sure he's going to do that. Well, I don't know. You'd be good. You're a good up and comer. Yeah, I mean, you, you know. just want a belt. Yeah, but who wants to fight? But who wants to fight a good up and comer? You know, uh, you you're trying to. I mean, most listen. Most people do because they think that you're not quite there yet, and they can still beat you. Okay, well, yeah, that makes we sense. talked about that earlier. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, do you want to fight this guy that's got 30 fights and he's 28 and two, and he hasn't lost in 16 fights, or do you want to fight the guy that's one and one and got a good win last time, so it'll be a good look if I can beat him, and he might not quite be ready for me? I mean, who? who oh they, yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? So, I guess there's, yeah, there's always, uh, you're actually a really good fight for somebody right now because you come off a good win. You just won a title a couple, you know, a couple like last year, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't see why not. And you look good. Like you look like a fighter. This, listen, I'm going to say this and people are going to get pissed off at me, especially now that I'm in announcer shape. But to fight a guy that's like out of shape, overweight, sloppy, it doesn't do anything for you. But you fight a guy like you, six foot three and a half, put together out of a great gym. You come in looking like a pro. You can fucking fight. And if they can manage to beat you, that's huge for them. Like, who wants to show a video to their friend where I beat up this fat guy that doesn't know how to fight? I'm a, I'm a fat guy, so whatever. But you know what I mean? No, yeah, So yeah. you have a lot going for you to get these big fights right now, especially after that win. Like I said, you got knocked out. You came back and won. That shows that you're here to fight. And besides, you know, you know it looked good for Colin, too, to beat an up-and-cover. Yeah, that's what it, I mean. It, yeah. It's a win-win for everybody. He's not going to beat you, though, right? I would hope, I would hope <laughs> not. Adam, Adam wasn't supposed to beat me. But you know what I do like about Adam? He's in good shape, and I, and uh, he looks like he's lifting weights because I'm a strength and conditioning coach. You know, that's my yeah. job. Okay. I work for Exos uh, as a, as a strength and conditioning coach, and um, so I value uh, people that that value you know strength and conditioning. And you can tell by someone's body composition. Just you like call me fat right now, Daniel? No, soft. but um, you know, don't let this shirt fool you, bro. You know, I'll stand up because DC because DC his body doesn't look. Um, ideal, but he's in shape. But you know, so yeah. so it's not it's not like a, a you know it's not it's not mandatory. Ooh, Roy Nelson, Roy Nelson, <laughs> you know me? So they're out there, yeah. but um, but but at this on this regional scene, at this lower level, a lot of these guys, if they look like they're not taking their strength and conditioning very seriously, it's because they're not. Yeah, and uh, and I'm gonna outwork them. And I'm so who's your them. strength and conditioning coach? His name's Chris Hathaway. Okay, yeah, he's at Exos. He's uh, he's my mentor right now. He's uh, he's actually a buddy of mine too, and. Um, and his his brain is like five times the size of a normal because his head is ginormous. <laughs> his head is like he couldn't no dude. So this hat I have on, if he put this on like the 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 biggest like dude, this hat wouldn't fit him. Yeah, his brain is like ginormous, <laughs> and so I'm always bouncing stuff off of him. He's changed up everything that I'm doing, my ESD, my energy system development. Uh, we're taking all of everything I'm doing to the next level. Is he working with you because you work there, or is he the Smash Fighter guy? So no, he's working. So you're the With Smash me. Fighter strength and conditioning coach then probably. No, no, we we have dude, we have a lot of talented strength and conditioning guys over there at, at Smash. A lot of talented coaches. Um, I'm I'm like really just trying to focus on fighting. I, I see some I, I see some uh, private clients at Smash, and I'm open for I got more availability guys. If you're trying to come out to Smash, strength and conditioning, jujitsu, <laughs> Muay Thai, boxing, whatever you guys are trying to do, I'm out there. 
But um, but no, I'm really trying to focus on fighting. I, okay. I'm working this job. It works perfect because I can work out. Uh, I, I work at the gym all day, so I get my I get my workouts in uh, at work. You know, I see a lot of fighters, and, and they're like, "Oh yeah, um, to be successful, you know, you gotta you gotta be a hundred percent." Man, I wish. I yeah. wish I could just fight all day and that was all I had to do. I got bills, yeah, it's not student money loans, yeah. uh, car this, uh, credit card that. Like I, I work two jobs and um, I work a bunch, but I still manage to keep my strength and conditioning up to par. Yeah. I think that's funny. And, and you, I, I really, because there was a time when I was younger where I didn't have to work and I, and I could just train, but I didn't even value it then. Yeah. I didn't realize what I had until it was gone. Well, now your brother borrows all your parents' money so they can't help help you so that you can just And train. he hits me up. He hits me up for the <laughs> cell phone bill. I'm on his cell phone plan. It's $50. He hits me up for that $50 every month. He made he made like 120 racks last year. He's, and then uh, he acts like that 50 is going to kill him if oh, you don't dude, pay. Oh, dude, if I don't give him that 50, he'll like tell the parents. And like mom will be like, hey, like. like mom, you, yeah, you need Daniel to give, won't pay. You need to give Carl his 50. What and, the and actually, fuck? Actually, it's 100 now because it's, it's, it's January and February. Okay. You're, You're behind. Yeah. You know, and there's some, a little bit of interest. So they'll, no, they're serious. My brother's serious with that 50. Uh, he hit me up. He hit me up for it yesterday. And uh, I had to shoot him that 50. But um, that's funny. Obviously, he ain't going to throw his backhand at you. It's become a it's become a running theme kind of on this show and even my other show where the local fighters and the up and coming fighters talk about how there's not really that much money there. Do you feel like you're getting paid enough? Yeah, you do. I'm doing. I've done nothing. <laughs> I've done. These guys are like, oh, I'm going to the UFC. Like Bella, dude, do it. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Yeah, like, we've done nothing yet. And I mean, and two, would you be happy with three thousand and three thousand fighting for the UFC? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so then Daniel's looking at things differently than some fighters. I, I mean, I make enough money where I don't need to make, I don't need to get paid to okay, fight. You okay. know, I'm, I'm getting by, I'm doing fine with my job, and yeah. um, and fighting. I fight because of for pride, and then also like I really like to fight. And then um, if I don't have a fight coming up, and then someone like wants a fight like over a parking spot or over whatever it may be, I'm more inclined to fight them. Right. And if, <laughs> you know, if I but if I have a fight coming up. And, um, and then I'm not going to fight anyone. How many fights have you been in over a parking space? I mean, who knows? Probably, <laughs> probably like, I mean, the people that do know me, like you guys know, like yeah. we've, we fought everyone. My buddy, my buddy, Steven Tandoy, he's out of Santa Cruz. I love too. Steven Tandoy. You know Steven? Yeah. 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 He's a real good, real good buddy of mine. We played Pop Warner together. His dad, Franco, was my, one of my Pop Warner coaches and me and Steven have been rocking together for a long time. Steven's the same way. Steven won't fight you over anything. Yeah. 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 Don't. That's the way it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you have bad blood with anybody? So I, I don't, but, um, but, but, but the bomber, the bomber's going to get it. The bomber's going to get it. The Wamsley, dude, he's going to get it. And, um, and I like him. And, and he's a good guy. Uh, uh, great. But athlete. you hate him at the same time. Oh, dude, just what he did to my melon. Yeah. You know? And so I want to do it back to his. But that's what I'm going to ask you. So if you, if you knock him out, are you going to keep hitting him? So. You can say yes. It's okay. We you already know, know. I don't. Hey, I don't you, think you know he's gonna. You know he's gonna hear about this. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. And that's, and that's the thing, to, though. I'll have to call him after. The <laughs> show. We don't even need a referee for this next fight Damn. because no. Honestly, what I want to do is I want to cut him. I know he didn't like that cut that I gave him. I want to cut him, but then I want to put like my finger in it. <laughs> 
and then like rip it open like super fucking crazy. Fuck, that's <laughs> just, just, so fuck Adam's face. So from taking care of your dog and crooked toes to ripping the cut open and fuck his face. Yeah, dude, screw Adam's face because he was like, oh, it was right before Halloween. He's like, oh, look, Frankenstein for Halloween. Like, oh, you're gonna be Frankenstein, bro. Oh my god, you will see Frankenstein. Dude, we gotta Adam. make this fight happen. It's gotta happen. <laughs> no, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. But but honestly, he's doing real good now, and there's no reason for him to fight me again right now. And um, and, and you know what's funny is I said this and I say this to every fighter and this is what I learned at a very young age if you beat someone there's no reason to go back and fight him but if they beat you and then you beat them it you gave him a rematch it's only fair that he gives you a re- in my opinion there should be a rubber match because really who who's the winner right now you beat him he beat you let's find out who who's gonna win the third he, fight he's he's the winner right now yeah, yeah. that's how I feel he you're he, pissed yeah, I can so, see it in your eyes well, dude. He, dude that was my pro <laughs> debut and and then uh and then he's the winner and uh yeah, yeah he's the winner right now and I don't like that so I want to <laughs> I want to be the I want to be the winner Adam you want the 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 Wamsley Compton belt that's been going back and forth between you two. You want it, then he won it back from you, and now you want it from him. I, I honestly like should probably give him that camo belt because <laughs> I, I probably I'm not going to. That's mine. I'm not going to. Yeah. Well, even because Stephen fought Tony. Stephen fought Tony, and it was supposed to be for the state title, right? But then the WCE or whatever they are, they they, they didn't pay the money or whatever they were supposed to do. I don't want to. I don't wanna call any names, Joe. But but you <laughs> did you did something you didn't wow. you weren't supposed to do. And my homie Steven didn't get his belt. And so Steven was like, all right, Compton, give me your belt. That's my belt. And no, Steven, I'm not giving you my fucking belt either. That's my <laughs> belt. And Adam's not getting it. But, um, but no, I need, to, I need to beat Adam again or that belt means nothing to me. There you go. So we got to make that fight happen one way or another. Uh, Steve, did you have anything else you wanted to say? Sounds like I got to uh, work on uh, getting our pro card. And, uh, <laughs> please, please on. do. Please do. That's the main event right there. Yeah, it is. Or we could just fucking do it on the next podcast right here. We just turn the I'm cameras. Down, honestly, I'm down to do it whenever. Steve can referee. I'd rather right. do it. I'd rather do it in a ring. But uh, but if the if the rematch does present itself and he like doesn't grant me that, then we'll have to fight uh, just wherever we fight. Wow, you guys heard it here first. If uh, Adam Wamsley turns down the challenge of a third fight, then uh, Daniel Compton's going to find him in the street. Oh yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Daniel, so, thanks for joining us. Go ahead, Steve. So we got some upcoming news. Uh, Don Sabe ended up catching a fight at uh, Bellator. Uh, Bellator, Do you yeah. About that? Yeah. So I guess his performance, even though he got a loss on that last fight, his performance was outstanding. A lot of controversy around that fight as well. I know. There's was, a lot of controversy at Dragon good, House. That was a good yeah. performance. I watched that fight. That, yeah, that he's was a beast. A good fight, yeah. You know. What do you think of the stoppage? There was a stoppage. Or was it? Was it? Oh no! It was the decision that he didn't like. A, right? Yeah. 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 Decision, Did you think yeah. he won? Well, dude, did you see his face? I didn't. I was, didn't get to dude, see the fight. His face was perfect, and the, and the other dude's face was like fucking mauled. So, like Max Griffin, Thiago like Alves. Like, like yeah, eyes it was, were swollen it was, shut type shit. Yeah, so it, you know, so the way that the rulings, though, we we discussed that about their how they're supposed to score and stuff. It's uh, cumulative damage is one of the sc- criteria that they score from. Um, if, I believe in the rules. It even says that they can't just take somebody down and win a fight that way. Well, if that was the case, Sean Shirk would have never been a, a UFC champion. So I know. Right? <laughs> I mean, uh, that's all he did. So um, it was, it was, you know, <laughs> both of those fighters are high level guys. You know, we appreciate the matchup. It was a great fight, um, but you know, it was a controversial win. Yeah. You know, and so, but he's got the Bellator shot. Do, yeah. do, who's he fighting? Mandela. Uh, um, um, what's his name? Nelson Mandela. He's old. No, that's no, like, that's not. He's <laughs> not even alive, is he? Yeah, he passed. <laughs> um, you don't yeah. know, dude. Yeah, I don't. You don't even know how to use that phone. You don't even know what the fuck you're pushing <laughs> right now. You know, so, Donna Sabe is going to fight Bellator. 
Yes. Daniel Compton's gonna fight Adam Wamsley in the hey, street. We got three. We got three fighters on Bellator. All right. We got yeah. Peter Ishiguro. We got Beast. Josh. We got Josh San Diego, and then we got Boris. Boris is about to. He, I don't Boris, know if I've seen Boris. Fight. Boris's debut. He's a. Uh, he's an Olympic wrestler. He's. Uh, he's fighting now. He's fighting for Team Smash. Listen. There's two people you don't fight in the world, guys with cauliflower ears and, and wrestlers named Boris. Yeah, he's, he's wrestling. I can't even say his last name or I'd say it. <laughs> that's because, it, yeah. Uh, yeah he, but Boris is a beast, too. So we have three guys. It's about to be, This Bellator show is about to be super lit. Dude, you know, and then, uh, uh, man, I, I, I can't believe this. This is going to be an ex- exciting fight night. I, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm check it out. Um, and then, of course, we have Barry at Combat coming up. Now, and uh, June twenty second, and then uh, and then on uh, May fourth, I'm gonna be fighting at the Bear River Casino, a guy named Gil Cavillo. Okay. So that's still going through, and then uh, uh, and we got another fighter fighting on uh, Panda Cup. Uh, Isaiah Prowse, he just joined our team recently. And that's May fourth, also. May fourth, also. Yep. Yep. And then also, I wanted to plug real quick, although there's a lot of fights that day, so I don't know who's gonna head out there, but um, Stefan Bonner, UFC Hall of Famer, Phil Baroni. Max Griffin and Benito Lopez will all be at Bottoms Up in Marysville doing autographs and all kinds of stuff that day as well. So May 4th is going to be like a big day for MMA in Northern California. I look forward to seeing you fight again, man. It's good that we finally got to sit and talk. I never really got to talk to you before. I mean, we just kind of in passing and announcing your fights and stuff like that. But uh, congratulations on that Thanks Dragon House me, win, guys. bro. Yeah, thank you, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Deborah. anything you want to say? You never talk? Um, our next podcast, 421. 421. Oh, oh that's, that's my right. birthday, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Is it? Oh, yeah, 421. Yeah. You're 31 years old? You're 31. Grandpa. I know. Dude, I'm so much older than you. crazy. <laughs> Who's on that show? Do we know? Uh, your guy. You said it. Who was it? I forget. I Man. don't remember. Mandel Nello. Just now you figured it out. Yeah, well, that was, was an hour ago, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Man. Like three, day, three days later, right? Sergio's <laughs> guy. Sergio. Jamario. Lo- oh, Jamario Mandango Mulder is going to yeah. be on the show. That's right. I forgot about yeah. that. And he's actually bringing one of his female fighters as well. Carly, I think her name Carly, is. Carly, she's going to be there looking to fight her on uh, GKO. From what Yeah, she just got her debut at GKO in Jackson. And then Jamario Mulder, like I told you guys before, we talked to a guy that beat him last week or last show. Um, he's got wins over Melvin Washington and other guys. I love Jamario, so I can't yeah. wait to have him in there. Yeah, and Sergio Salguera has some great fighters. So Yeah, he has, he's got Osimon. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's going to be good. That's going to be good. Daniel, thanks for stopping by, man. Tell everybody a Smash Fighter. We said what's up, and I I can't wait to see you and Adam again. Now, that's like the only fight I want to see now. (laughs) I don't care. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Jim Cooley, the voice of champion, Steve Barnett, matchmaker extraordinaire at Barrier Combat. Of course, Deborah Farolito and our good friend Daniel Compton, uh, who was the Barrier Combat champion, but now he's a pro, so he can't defend the title anymore. So it is what it is. He's going to kill Adam Wamsley, or at least he says he is. (laughs) We'll talk to Adam. See you guys next time. Thank you, guys.